0: welcome to arson a magical audio drama storytelling experience arson contains swearing allusions to sexual themes as well as themes of violence thank you and enjoy this episode of arson
1: That doesn't make any sense. It actually makes perfect sense! In fact, I can't believe we didn't think of it before! Oh, I can't believe that we were working with royalty! No, oh, I knew I should have brought the book on the Frisian royal line! If you knew it, then why didn't you? It's okay, Dominic.
2: There is somewhere we can go that might have one.
1: Oh my gods! We're going to Ramona's?! I think we should go to Ramona, yes. Who is Ramona? The only fairy in the universe to have more books than I do.
0: She's a Fae librarian who's stationed here on Earth. She was meant to be a contact of information for anyone who is here on a mission.
1: Your parents
2: visited her quite a few times, actually.
0: Where is she?
1: Everywhere!
0: Her library has several entrances, all enchanted, to take us to Earth. <sighs> okay. You know, y- you'd think that I'd be used to the whole magic thing by now. <laughs> Where's the closest entrance?
1: Uh, according to this... Yeah, we can get to her through a place called... Chuck E. Cheese's on 48th Street. You're kidding. Uh, I don't kid about books, Orly. A Chuck E. Cheese. Really? That's
0: where a magical gate to a fairy library that holds the secrets of the Fey Realm is?
3: Would you expect something like that to be there? I I mean... No? Then it's done its job. We should probably get you some shades before you go out in public, though. Wait, Public, um, you should all change into the clothes that you
1: got. She's right. We still look like we walked right off the Shire. What? I know Earth things now. She's right. Let's change.
3: Right away, Your Highness. Please, don't.
0: Dear diary, hope you don't mind, but today's entry isn't for you. Mom. Dad. What does this mean? Why didn't you tell me you were royalty? Or did you, and I just didn't listen? Again. The more I learn about you, the less I feel like I knew you. There's so much that I don't know. I just. I wish I would have listened to you. This is all my fault. I, I'm. I am so sorry. Luke, don't you think it's time we forced her to listen to us? She needs to understand where she comes from.
4: She won't believe us. You know we can't show her proof. That's it's part of the deal. And we pushed her away too much already. She hasn't been home in months, Violetta.
0: How did we mess this all up so badly?
4: I was a coward.
0: No. Don't say that.
4: It's true. I'm the reason we're here. I'm the reason we can't show her proof. God, I'm so sorry I did this to us.
0: This is our home, Luke. Don't ever apologize for bringing
3: us here. I love you. And I you.
0: This week I lost you. Six months on Earth. And everything I ever thought I knew about who I was. Why didn't you show me proof? Why didn't you make me believe? You had 25 years! 25 birthdays, Christmases, 25 fucking years! I know I was stubborn, but you're telling me that you couldn't find a single way to prove to me that what you were saying was true?
3: Who am I? <sighs> oh, um. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> I'll leave you to cry some more.
0: It's fine, Shelby. I was just. writing. Are you...
3: okay? You're asking me how I am? It's a fleeting moment. You should embrace it.
0: (laughs) No. I'm not okay. This has kind of been a week from hell. Yeah. Sorry about that.
3: Thanks. I... lost my parents a while back, too. Not nearly as gruesome as yours, but... Painful, nonetheless. I'm so sorry, Shelby. They're not dead, just dead to me, you know? They were... not good fairies. Criminals, actually. Nothing overtly horrible. Stealing, mostly. But still, the kind of life that a young fairy shouldn't have to grow up in. They loved me, I mean, that was clear. Something about leaving your kid alone for days at a time while you're on a heist doesn't exactly scream parents of the year.
0: Yeah. Parents can make some really stupid decisions.
3: Yeah, well, several years ago they got caught by the Laphrisian guard for trying to steal some artifact or something. Nyx, Kaylin, and Dominic showed up to my house and took them away. They gave me the choice to either join the guard or join my parents in jail. Clearly, you see what I picked. I haven't seen them since. That's awful. Eh, it's fine, really. What I'm saying is, just because your parents were one thing doesn't mean you have to be the same. You don't always have to follow in their footsteps. (sighs) Thank you, Shelby. If you tell anyone that I got all soft just now, I will kill you. (laughs) Noted. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, don't you two look chummy.
3: I'm going to hurt him someday. Can you two just
0: not fight for one day, please?
1: Nope.
0: <sighs> this is going to be a long mission.
2: Okay, team. I know this mystery is exciting. But let's not forget the real reason we're on Earth. The Unseelie are here and they are looking for Orly, so we need to stay shielded.
0: What does that mean? Shield? Oh, like when you tried to touch me that night at the bridge?
2: Not exactly. This type of shield is the phase way of remaining hidden on Earth.
3: Basically, we can all be invisible.
0: Huh. No wonder my parents always wanted hide-and-seek. So, do you think I could do it?
2: Only one way to find out. Nyx, Shelby, Dominic, head to the lobby. In a few minutes, hopefully a completely invisible Orly will show up.
1: Good luck, Ellie. First time is always the hardest, but it gets easier.
0: So, how do I do this whole invisible shield thing?
4: Kaelin took a few steps until he was standing directly in front of Orly. She felt his cool breath on her face as she stared up at him. He slowly lowered his hands onto her shoulders.
2: Close your eyes. Good. Now picture yourself a silhouette. Feel the borders, the outline.
4: Kaelin gently moved his hands along Orley's arms, slowly moving them up towards her neck. His cool fingers brushed her skin softly as they trailed up the sides of her face to her hair.
2: Draw the outline in your mind,
4: like I'm drawing now. And she did, taking a steadying breath She mentally followed the trail of Kaelin's hands and outlined her shape in her mind.
2: Do you have it? Yeah. Now erase it. What? Start at the top. Erase the outline.
4: Orly concentrated on the thin line she had drawn in her mind and slowly watched as it disappeared gradually from the top down.
2: Open your eyes.
4: Orly listened. And when she did, she locked eyes with the foggy gray of Kaelin's. His arms had drifted down to rest comfortably on her waist. Orly noticed she had at some point brought her palms up to rest on Kaelin's chest.
0: Do you teach everybody like that?
2: Only Dominic.
0: <laughs> did it work?
2: I don't know. Unfortunately, Faye can always see other Fae shield or not
0: well uh thanks for the lesson
2: of course orally sorry i know you don't prefer your full name
0: i actually don't mind it as much coming from you
4: the two stood frozen in the moment their attention never drifting from each other for a long while
0: So, uh, how can we tell if it worked?
2: <clears> hmm. <throat> we go downstairs. If the gentleman at the desk smiles at you, then it didn't work.
0: Then let's go.
2: Yes. Let's <clears throat> <clears throat> Kaelin, I oh, here we are.
0: Oh, thank God.
4: Orley took a tentative step out into the lobby. Colton looked up from his desk and smiled. Orley hung her head in disappointment.
2: Nobody? Again? Man, what is up with this elevator today?
4: As Colton returned to his work, Orley smiled brightly at Kaelin, who returned the smile tenfold. Caitlin placed his index finger over his lips and then pointed outside. The two slowly made their way to the door. Kalen looked back at Colton and edged the door open slightly, just enough for the two of them to slide through.
1: Took you long enough. (laughs) You just keep getting cooler, Ellie.
0: I had a great teacher.
2: Come on, we shouldn't waste time.
0: I cannot believe that this is it.
3: That rodent thing is staring at me. Shelby,
0: do not shoot the talking mouse with your bow, please.
3: Tell it to stop looking at me. Okay. Uh,
1: according to this, it's right there.
0: Thank God no oh, one can see me right now. Let's go. We have to all go in there together? Great.
3: I'm gonna try and oh, oh, me. me. Watch it. out. Get, Shelby, get you back for that. Oh, get your me. elbow out of my side, dog. Excuse me. Move. Oh, for fuck's sake. <sighs> okay,
0: just calm down. This is not how I thought I'd be spending today.
2: What you're telling me cramming into a toilet at a children's establishment with four fairies wasn't on your bucket list?
3: <laughs> Surprisingly, I left that one off. Your flirty banter is giving me a cavity. Oh, um, we're not. (laughs) That's. Sorry. All right, everyone. Hold tight!
1: Oh. My. Gods. It's. It's beautiful.
4: In a flash of light, the five of them stood in the center of an extravagant library. Above them, a large painted dome ceiling. Orly took note of the four stories of bookshelves stacked floor to ceiling and the large spiral staircase just ahead of her that stretched all the way to the top edge of the dome.
5: Welcome to my library. Can I help you?
2: Yes. I am Kalyn Quillwasp. This is Nick Brightborn, Shelby Greylock, and Dominic Winter. We are from the Lefrisian Guard. And this is...
5: Harley Fay Sharp. You know me? Your eyes gave you away.
3: Told you we should have gotten her some shades. So you know.
5: Know what, dear?
2: You know why her eyes are gold.
5: Of course I do. I'm Ramona. I know everything. I love you. I knew your parents. They visited me quite often. Did they tell you who they were? It wasn't hard to figure it out. Come. Your parents tried to hide it, of course, but facts do not lie. Hmm. Now, where is it? Aha! Here we are! The History of the Lefrisian Royal Family.
1: Oh, I knew I should have brought that
5: book! You do understand the history of the Lost Son, yes? Um... No. Before King Arson, there was King Easton. He was... ...a tough leader. A good king, but rough around the edges. The townspeople loved him because he was the one that spearheaded the exile of the Unseelie after they caused terrible fires in Hollow Light. His family, however, were less thrilled by his nature. Rumor had it that his two sons got up close and personal examples at his anger issues. He hurt them. King Easton spent his life preparing his eldest son Lucius for the throne in his own way. But his youngest, Arson, was always the one who showed the most drive and dedication to becoming the king. Lucius, however, wanted something else. Or should I say, someone else. He fell in love? Yes, Lucius fell in love with a beautiful woman. But she was a commoner, so she was not accepted by King Easton. The king gave an ultimatum. This girl, or the throne. Never expecting his pride and joy to make the wrong choice. A few short days later, Lucius had disappeared, never to be seen again the story Easton told to the world, the one that your guard friends here have probably heard millions of times.
1: That Lucius was kidnapped by Unseely.
5: Yes, very good. That is what it says in this book, that Lucius was taken by Unseely, and that sparked a war, and that was why the Unseely went to the castle, killed guards, and then assassinated Easton himself. The truth is that Arson helped his brother run away. Lucius, now Luke, and Violetta stayed in the middle of Hololite as commoners for some time, until Easton's death. Instead of giving Arson the throne that he trained for in his brother's absence, Easton's will called for a universe wide search for Lucius, stating that the throne would not pass to Arson until the Lefrisian Guard has done everything in its power to find the lost son. So again, Arson helped his brother escape to Earth. And when King Easton passed, Arson was crowned, using his position to cover up Lucius's trail, so that he could live the simple life he had always craved.
1: Where did you learn that? It's not in any of these books.
5: You can't learn everything from books, dear. <gasps>
1: You
0: so my dad was the rightful leader of Lafrisia. Yes, he was. So I'm really royalty. Wait, so my parents didn't come to Earth to stop an Unsealy attack?
5: Not at first. But eventually Arson did ask Luke to act as a guard of sorts, a point person should the Unsealy ever misbehave.
2: Thank you, Ramona.
1: Ramona, do you have a copy of the Book of Household Fairy Remedies? I've been trying to find one for centuries. I have four. Two
5: are first edition. Right this way.
1: Ooh, first
5: edition! Yes! Are you okay, Kayla?
2: I'm perfectly fine, Miss Sharp.
0: Miss Sharp? Um, Shelby, we should go over here. And find that one book you wanted to see. I didn't want to see a dan-
3: Ow! Oh! Yeah, that book. Let's go. What's going on with you?
2: I told you I was fine and I am.
0: Cut the crap, Kaylin. I know you better than that. Is this about my dad and mom not telling you? Because they didn't tell me either.
2: It's silly, really. I'm a trained guard and my feelings are hurt. Have you ever heard of anything so ridiculous before?
0: Keon, Just because they didn't tell you about their past doesn't make their friendship with you any less real or important.
2: I know you're right. It's just... It's childish of me.
0: I have an idea of something that might cheer you up. And what's that? I'm going to take you on a tour of the greatest city in the world. Thank you for listening. Today's episode was written by Nicole Tuttle and edited by Mariah Clausen and featured the vocal talents of Nicole Tuttle, Michael Porteous, Emily Booza, Ace Corsaira, Wes Haas, Mike Crawford, Mariah Clausen, Katie Schlegel, and Griffin Coldiron. This episode was edited by Brad Colebrook, Mariah Clausen, and Griffin Coldiron and featured the music of John Bartman. And I'm Sophia DeRisi. Want to stay up to date on all things the LaFresian Chronicles arson? Follow our social media for more information about upcoming episodes at Audio on Twitter. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting site and leave a review. Until next
3: time, listeners.